I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, welcome to Horse Hour Live. Hope you're well and uh, had a good weekend and enjoying Horse Hour on Twitter this evening. Um, I had a really good weekend. I went over to Hickstead to watch the show jumping and there was dressage going on at Hickstead as well, which was really good fun. But I'd love to know what you've been up to. Today we're talking holiday nightmares. When you go on holiday, what do you do with your horse? Do you panic like I do and think, oh my gosh, he's not going to be ridden for ages. He's going to be crazy when I come back who's going to look after him does he get ridden while you're away or do you just brave it and hope for two weeks he'll be okay in the field I'd love to know what you think tonight um, tweet us at horse hour don't forget to use hashtag horse hour and tell me what do you do with your horse when you go on holiday hi my name is stereo mike We got three tickets to the Brand Van concert happening this Monday night at the Pacific Palisades. Are you going to all allow in if you uh, want to answer a couple of questions? Uh, mainly, what is Todd's favorite cheese? Uh, Jackie just called up and said it was a form of rock for. Let's see if it's that. Give us a ring ding ding. It's a beautiful day. This is Liquid, ring-a-ding-a-ding, and I want those three brand band tickets, man. What do you think? Time, there? Why? Yeah, mighty thirsty, all right. I woke up again this morning with the sun in my eyes. When Mike came over with a script surprise. A mafioso story with a twist. A two-wrong fool, Julie Newmar, here to get your ass out of bed. He said, I'll explain it on the way. Yeah, right. But we did nothing. Absolutely fucking. 
back to Horse Hour Live. Hope you're well and uh, you had a good weekend and enjoying Monday night's Horse Hour on Twitter. It's lovely seeing your stories of what you get up to. Do want to quickly tell you though, you've got the chance to win two VIP tickets to the National Show Jumping Championships next week at Stonely Park. It's going to be great. Uh, Loads of show jumping, loads of shopping. It's so easy to enter. All you have to do is head over to our Twitter page at Horse Hour and uh, retweet the post it's that easy it's all thanks to harry hall one club they want to spoil you and think that you deserve to go and have a really great day out at stonely it actually starts the championship starts next tuesday and uh, it's really easy for you to get involved so do head over to uh, to our twitter page at horse hour now tonight we are talking what do you do when you go on holiday what do you do with your horse and you think that you might think it sounds that simple you think well you know he'll be okay i can leave him in a field it's the summer he'll be okay if he lives that 24 7 that's not the problem the problem isn't so much the feeding them and bringing them in because I'm sure there's a friend that would do that my worry is what's he going to be like when I get back and he's had two weeks off now, some of the professional, you know, the the professional riders that have been doing it for years would actually probably schedule the horse's holiday in for the time when their holiday is. And that's if you're really, really sensible and uh, you plan ahead. But a lot of us don't. I know my, my field friend the other day, she went away for a week. And when she came back, she was expecting her horse to be completely loopy because come winter time, she took a week off and he didn't get ridden for a whole week. And this is a thoroughbred cross. Actually, he's not crossed with anything. I think he's crossed an Irish draft, but she thinks he's pure thoroughbred. So um, in the winter time, if he's not ridden every day, he does go a little bit crazy. And I'm not sure if that's because he has less fat on him. You know, he's quite fat in the summer. He's put on weight. He's had a bit of extra grass. Um, he tends to be a little bit finer in the in the winter time. And so he, but weirdly, he seems more hot headed. So he has to be ridden every day. If she goes away for a week. When she comes back and rides him, guarantee he's going to go scatty. So her worry was that when she goes away in the summertime, she leaves the horse for a week, the same thing will happen. Interestingly, it didn't happen. Actually, the horse was very lethargic. And so is that down to the fact that he's been out and he's eaten a lot more grass and he's just feeling a little bit, I don't know, fatter? Um or is it to do with this, I don't know, the psychology behind it? Really interested to know what you think. And uh, is your horse different if you leave him one part of the year compared to other parts of the year? Or do you have to get somebody to ride him? Do tweet us at Horse Hour. I'm at Amy Stevenson one And don't forget to use the hashtag Horse Hour so that I can see what you're all talking about. This is Horse Hour Live. anything before. It's getting dark and it's 
getting cold and the nights are getting long. And I don't know if you even notice it all. And I'm long gone, babe. I'm long gone. And the things that keep us apart keep me alive. The things that keep me alive, keep me alone. Anything missing Like the leaves on the trees On my clothes And I don't know if you even notice Cause I was real quiet When I closed the door And the things that keep us away Keep me alive The things that keep me alive Keep me alone
Welcome back to Horse Hour Live. Um, that was Think. This is the thing. It's quite a nice version, I think. I think I like that. So, what have you been up to with your horse this weekend? Yellow cob dressage went for a huge blast after schooling. Um, they went out for a blast with their friends. Used to be scared to canter before getting tests. That's really nice, yellow cob dressage. I think you quite often get a horse that you just trust. Building up the trust is the most important thing and that can take time. So it's so lovely to see you cantering and um, and see you brave enough to do that. I know exactly how you feel. I haven't ridden blackjack for about four weeks um, just through being so busy. And luckily, I have this really amazing girl that rides him three times a week for me because I'm not brave enough to ride him all by myself. I'll be honest. For those of you that listen to the podcast on a regular basis, you'll know that I have I suffer with nerves quite badly. No matter how much I tell myself in my head that um, everything's going to be okay my body just takes over and uh, we all know that I'm a little warrior so uh, yeah so Helena rides him three times a week but she's been on holiday and I haven't been able to ride him so I was worried again that if I didn't ride him for a week he'd be crazy actually he was completely fine and after me personally not riding for four weeks we went out just like you um, yellow cob dressage we went out just like you and had a bit of a blast and it was a fabulous feeling and you had a great canter and I, you look like you've got a little babysitter friend there with you who's also a gorgeous pony that's some sort of cob there he's a coloured horse um, my friend uh, she babysits me and it's really nice I think when you do it and you get you, you do blow the cobwebs away and you realise actually nothing's going to happen you're going to be fine so well done then Victoria Turner She's tweeted, Norbert, uh, Norbert stood both trailblazers in hand and ridden traditional championship. So well done. Super pleased considering it's his fourth ridden show. That's amazing. Well done you. So you're a traditional champion. Oh, that's so nice. It really is good to get out and about, isn't it? And uh, and try these competitions because if you don't try them, then you don't realise how well you can do. Obviously, it isn't all about winning. It is the taking part that counts um, because I really believe that just from talking to these eventers and doing these podcasts and I say eventers but talking to uh, these professional riders they take their youngsters out more and more and more just to get them used to those environments so that they feel comfortable so that they're not worrying about the flags and everything else that's going on they uh, are literally concentrating on their job so I always say if we if Blackjack and I go out I never actually go out to win I just go out to um to enjoy it and get him used to the environment but if you win it's a bonus so it's brilliant you should definitely uh, have a go uh mid Somerset show okay did you miss the closing date for horse entries um yes obviously I haven't I haven't entered so has anyone else entered the mid Somerset show don't worry though they also accept entries on the day that's good okay so head over to at mid somerset show and um if you're in that area and you fancy having a go at joining um taking part then uh, enter now so that's mid somerset show what else has been happening on twitter what have you all been up to ros dobson uh you're doing your accounts oh how boring is that i feel for you nobody wants to do accounts surely it's not that time of year already is it and then the Messingham show, they're looking to reintroduce private driving next year. That would be really good. So the private driving is when you have one horse 
one uh, one carriage behind and a beautiful looking traditional lady oh i love it they look so smart in their ladies outfits um but messingham show are looking to know if owners are interested so if you have a horse and carriage and you would really like to take part in the private driving um class of messingham show then do count uh, do send them a message and let them know and then they'll be able to enter it now we're still talking holidays what do you do with your horse on when you go on holiday do you just leave them or do you get somebody to ride them obviously we're not talking about leaving them and neglecting them because i'm presuming that you still get them fed if they're in stables and you know they get their uh, stables marked out and things but we're talking about the riding side today are you brave and you just think, no, I'm really, my horse is, is really good. He doesn't need to be ridden every day. He's fine. Or do you have a horse that um, is a little bit more temperamental and really needs to be ridden as much as possible? So if you can't find somebody to ride him and then you come back, what do you do? Do you lunge him first? Do you just get on with it? We're looking for your advice today. So do tweet us um, at Horse Hour. Don't forget to use the hashtag Horse Hour too. This is Horse Hour Live. I like to watch you sleep at night To hear you breathe By my side And although sleep leaves me behind There's nowhere I'd rather be And now our bed is so, so
a lovely Dido. I haven't heard that one for ages. It's quite nice getting to choose the music because, um, yeah, I'm going back through old albums and old, I've got a whole catalogue of music here and uh, I used to, we used to play years ago on the radio and it's quite nice to bring them back to life again. You can let me know if there's some music that you'd really like to hear on Horse Hour Live, then just tweet me at Stevenson one or tweet Horse Hour at Horse Hour. Always use the hashtag Horse Hour because then I get to see the conversations. But do tell me if there's some music that you'd really, really like to hear. It can be old, it can be new. Uh, we've been talking about dressage music lately as well because there's lots of competitions going on. And right now is quite a good time, I think, you know, when the sun's up, um, the sun's up, you know, it's sunny and the weather's good to uh, explore with new music as to what's right to ride to. And I don't know whether you've seen, but uh, we actually released a dressage music podcast, which is a whole package of music for you to be able to take to any competition. So uh, it's been put together by a great producer called Nick Reeve. And um, and and he puts together Grand Prix pieces. They're really, really beautiful selections of music. So at the beginning, there's five minutes of a competitive, a competition music piece, which you can take to any British dressage competition affiliated and uh, and you can use this music and it really really is lovely it gave me goosebumps when I first heard it um, you can listen to it on our website horsehour.co.uk and I think we're, we're going to pop it on Twitter tonight as well for you but there's also the training wheels so basically you don't just get the competition piece you also get a bit of help with your training so it's quite difficult when you're finding music music that actually goes with your horse so technically we're supposed to we've been told find uh, find music that matches the horse's footsteps and you know if we're not competing every day and you know we're not doing it as a living sometimes we just want a really good piece of music to be able to play about and have a little dance to so that's what the podcast is also this muse dressage music podcast is also there for you basically you download it to your mobile phone it goes into into your music section and uh, you can play it whilst you're riding around and it gives you the opportunity to try different styles of music different beats different paces for your walk your trot and your canter so you can actually see what works well for your horse we will be releasing quite a few more over the next few months the guys are working really hard putting them together now for you um but it's just about having a little bit of fun with dressage what, what's also great about it 
and why it's different to just downloading any music and, and having a play, which you, of course, can do, is that it's professionally mixed together for a competition. So you have the silence at the beginning, the beats all blend in really nicely together. So when you go to your local competition, you're going to look like a superstar because you've got an amazing piece of music. Um, we can also put together a, a plan for you, too, Um choreography so it gives you if you've got the music piece then it's quite nice to be able to build your own choreography to it but if you do want a little bit of help then we can help you with that too so do have a little listen i think you'll love the music and there's loads more genres and different styles of music coming out soon too so that's the dressage music podcast but in the meantime do tell me what music you love what you love to ride to and what you'd love to listen to on the horse hour live as always, just tag hashtag horse hour. Oh, 
Welcome back to Horse Hour Live. That was Coldplay and Speed of Sound. So, what have you guys been up to this weekend? Lots of people have been going to Trailblazers. It's the Showing Champs. Well, the Showing Champs are this weekend, uh, which is quite exciting. I actually saw quite a lot of showing at the New Forest Show last week, and and it was really interesting to watch um, because there's a lot more that goes into showing. I didn't realise it's the way that you move, the way that you walk, it's the build of the horses, it's all about the confirmation. And uh, I met a really, really lovely lady who is going to be joining us on the Horse Hour podcast. And she is the secretary for the Frisian Horse Society. Oh, I love Frisians so much. They're just so beautiful. Frisians are like the funeral horses that, uh, and they're used for weddings as well. And they pull the carts and they just, ah, they're my favorite. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I just think they look magnificent. They've got the long black mane and the curt. They're slightly curly when they're still a stallion. And interestingly, I found out that, that black Frisians... When they're stallions, they remain black. But once they're gelded, they then have a brown tinge to them. And so that's why a lot of the working horses that are used for funerals and and, uh, weddings are still stallions, they remain black. However, I've also heard that some people dye their horse and change its colour. Is that something that you've done before? I have considered it. 
because blackjack is definitely going browner as um, as the years go on. He's actually getting a little bit grey as well. He's only nine, but I can see some white bits coming through. So I would be interested to know if you do dye your horse's hair colour. Um, I guess it's just like, like colouring our own hair, really. But where would you start? How many bottles do you need? How long do you have to leave it on for? Oh, so many questions. Do you let me know if you dye your horse's hair and what brands you use as well? So I want to make sure that it's, um, it's safe and it's okay. Do you let me know. A falling star fell from your heart and landed in my eyes. And as it tore through the
Welcome back to Horse Hour Live. Oh, I love a bit of Florence and the Machine. So, what have you been up to this weekend with your horse? I headed over to Hickstead, which was quite exciting to watch the show jumping. And um, they do showing there as well. It was, it was quite nice to watch the grassroots show jumpers and um, right up to the top level guys. I mean, they just are phenomenal to watch, aren't they? And to have that opportunity is, is pretty amazing because I think we learn so much what I was finding really interesting was uh, watching where they, as well as the course walk, but watching where they take off as opposed to, you know, when they're going over the jump, then they're landing. And also how focused their horses are when they're riding. And, I, and I'm trying to work on focus is a big thing at the moment. I keep hearing this word, I, uh, you know, the riders need focus, the horses need focus. It feels like everybody needs focus. So that's something that I'm working on really hard at the moment is keeping focus for both Blackjack and myself as well um but how do you keep your horse focused what 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 do you do to keep them focused because i find with blackjack he's so easily um his attention it's so easy for him to lose his attention on what on me especially not so much when we're schooling he gets bored when we're schooling and uh, it's all very boring he's very lethargic but when we're out on hacks there was some deer uh, today actually i saw about five deer with stags I mean, yeah, they must have been stags because they had their really huge horns with them. And Blackjack was just freaking out. Like, he was like, what is that? That's going to kill me. And I just think he's nine years old now. I've got to stop calling him a baby and treating him like a baby. So we kicked on, we went through, and um, and he was fine. But his attention is constantly on other things. And I was told uh, years ago that um, you need to hack them out lots and lots and lots, but somehow keep the attention on you. The more that they do it, uh, the more that they hack out, the more that you will have that relationship where you can actually keep their attention and keep the focus on you. But it's not not getting any easier we're five years down the line and he's still he's still not really that interested in me he's more worried about what else is going on so how do you keep your horse focused especially when it comes to jumping or there's something or even if you're doing like trotting poles or maybe you're schooling them for dressage whatever it is how do you keep your horse focused because the thing that's stopping me going out at the moment and uh, going into competitions is that blackjack is going to be so focused on the other horses around and everything else that uh, he won't pay attention to what he's going to do and uh, it might make it all a little bit traumatic so yeah i am interested to know your thoughts on um what you do how you keep your horse focused uh just use the hashtag horse hour I've been trying to do it right I've been living a lonely life I've been sleeping here instead I've been sleeping in my bed sleeping in my bed So show me family All the blood that I will bleed
Welcome back to Horse Hour Live. So we're talking holidays this evening. What do you do with your horse when you go on holiday? Is it something where I know he's going to be fed and uh, he'll probably be checked on morning and night and he has all his welfare looked after because that's obviously our priority. But when it comes to riding, do you have somebody that rides him in that time that you're away or do you just let him get on with it and uh, hope that your horse will be fine by the time you get back off and he might be a little bit a little bit loopy, but you could kind of handle it. A friend of mine, uh, a few weeks ago, she was worried about going away on holiday. She was more worried about coming back, actually, that her horse might be crazy because at winter time, he was loopy. She went away for a week. When she came back, she could hardly get on his back. She literally had to lunge him every single day before she rode him because he'd had that time off. So I'm interested to know what you do. Sarah says that she gets somebody else to ride her horse twice while she's away and that just takes off the um it takes off the extra bit of of pizzazz as they have it. Well that makes sense. Um what do you do? Tweet us at Horse Hour. I'm at Amy Stevenson one hashtag horse hour. Just use the hashtag horse hour and we'll be able to see what you guys are talking about. So what do you do with your horse when you go on holiday? Do you just sit and hope that they'll be okay when you get back and that they won't be loopy, or do you get somebody to ride them or lunge them for you? I guess I guess if you have a big team of people and you have lots of grooms, it's easy because you can just get well, not easy, but you can just get somebody to ride them for you. But I'm talking about the one horse, one owner, everyday person that that rides, uh, works nine to five every week, wants to have a bit of a break. But is your holiday ruined because you're worrying about what your horse is going to be like when you get back? To be honest, I don't really go on holiday that much. One, because I don't have time, but also I don't really want to leave my horse. It's really sad, isn't it? I know that I'm going to have to go on holiday, though, after the wedding, because I need, to, I need. apparently, I've been told I need to have a honeymoon. But if I could, if I could just have a couple of weeks off at home and just play with my horses all day, my horse, that would be amazing. I wouldn't then, I don't feel the need to go on holiday. But there are lots of people that love the sun and love to actually get out of the country. So what do you do with your horses? Do tell me. Hashtag horse hour.
Welcome back to Horse Hour Live. Hope you're having a lovely evening and enjoying Horse Hour on Twitter this evening. It seems really busy. I know the competition season's here and the nights are really long and glorious right now, but it's not going to be long before uh, we're all freezing cold in bed by six o'clock at night. And that's if you if you try as hard as me when it comes to winter to try and get the horses done before it gets dark. It's always like a race. For years I've had to work, work around doing the horses before it gets dark because I hate it. I just can't go out there no matter how much I try. It's so spooky and to be honest it's very dangerous. I don't think anybody should be doing their horses at night in the dark. Okay, half past six in the evening maybe isn't night time. But still, when you're not in a big yard with lots and lots of other people, um, there's only three or four of us that share a field and share a little area. Um, normally, it's just one of us down there at any one time. I don't really want to be down in the field, in the middle, you know, in the pitch black, by myself it's a little bit spooky and there was a lady not far I mean I live in a nice area but not far from us that got attacked in her field at night no joke I still we never the police never told it wasn't in the press or anything why she got attacked I don't know whether it was a random you know just one of these things that happen or whether it was somebody that knew the poor lady but still I don't think anybody should be out in the night in the dark by themselves it's just not safe so um yeah anyway back to we are still in the summer so I shouldn't worry about that just yet but um yeah, and the night's drawing uh, a little bit longer, which is quite nice. I think we've got a couple more months before, uh, I think it's by September, it starts getting dark around half past six. So we've got a bit more time to enjoy our horses, which is really good fun. But I do want to tell you about next week's podcast, because I'm so excited. I really can't wait for you to hear this guy. Uh, I'm joined by a man called Dr. David Ramey. And I found him because I saw an article he'd written on fall inflection tests. Now, the fall inflection tests are the tests that veterinary vets will do when you have your vetting before you buy a horse it's part of this veterinary veter, uh, vetting test basically so part of the vetting is that they'll send them out to lunge to canter to walk they'll check their heart they'll check their pulse rate they'll check their breathing and they also do this fall in flexion test do have a look at the article before you hear the interview with Dr. David Ramey next week. The article's on our website, horsehour.co.uk. It's on the homepage, so it's really easy to, for you to find. When I read it, I was completely fascinated. And I, I'm not going to tell you what the article's about, because I'd really love for you to make up your own mind as to whether you think these fall inflection tests are worthwhile. Or do you think they're outdated? And do you think it's about time that we said, actually, we don't need them anymore? So have a read and then uh, drop me an email, amy at horsehour.co.uk or, or send me a tweet and just use hashtag horsehour because I'd really love to know what you think. Before you listen to the episode with Dr. David Ramey next week, he's a really, really fascinating man, so well educated and uh, he's written, he's been, he's been published in over 70 journals, like scientific research journals, so he certainly knows his stuff. So originally, the fall inflection tests, they, they were described in Swedish veterinary literature as early as 1923. That's the only little snippet I'm going to give you of the article. Uh, but he's very clear on his views and he explains the flexion tests really well. And the point is, do we need these flexion tests anymore or are they outdated? 
do we actually can we actually tell the difference from them so that's next week's horse hour podcast this week right now if you go onto itunes or acast or however you listen to the horse hour podcast you can hear two really lovely guests the first episode is christina henriksen She's an American eventer based over in the UK and she talks really openly about her eventing journey of when she started doing BE100 and now she's riding at Two Star. And I had the pleasure of meeting her at Barbary a few weeks ago uh, where she was competing. It was lovely to be able to photograph her and and, uh, watch her ride. I watched her jump, uh, show jump with her horse. Um, And it was just, it's just really lovely to hear her story to how she's now basically given up her job she's doing this full-time eventing full-time um and her husband joins us he's called jeff uh, he's not uh he's a he does ride but he's not a equestrian so he doesn't compete he's got he's got another job um and actually i asked jeff his perspective what's it like being a husband married to an equestrian because we all know we're a little bit crazy at times um and we all do need a lot of support and a lot of help and there are times when it's tough it's really difficult you know you're cold you're wet you're struggling for money it's not great so you need your support network around you to be really strong so I asked Jeff his opinion on where he made mistakes really over he's been with um, Christina for nine years so what mistakes did he make and what advice would he give to our other halves people who are with equestrians and I guess it's good for us to learn his view as well of how we can actually improve like as equestrians we can bear in mind that our non-rider relatives there's a lot that they don't understand because they don't know it's not their fault we, we need to educate them if they want to be involved so it's really interesting hearing jeff's perspective and also christina's story as well so that's the first episode that uh, you can hear today and then the other episode is with a lovely lady called ali vance um, she's a sports journalist she uh, currently is a presenter for cnn's winning post so she's moved into horse racing and she was an eventer herself and she represented Great Britain in the modern pentathlon and modern pentathlon is when they have lots of different sports including um, shooting and swimming and um, I think they ride bikes but they also do show jumping so she talked very she talked a lot about uh, her pentathlon days and what she did and then eventing you can hear all this if you're on the podcast if you just head to iTunes but we also talked about horse racing and I was really keen to get her view as an equestrian because a lot of people in the racing industry are just in the racing industry uh, well that's what I hear I could be wrong tell me if I'm wrong but anybody that I've met is kind of born and bred into racing um very I haven't heard anybody that's gone from the equestrian side any other discipline like show jumping or eventing anything like that into racing and she's actually done this so she's gone from eventing into uh, the racing side so I was really keen to ask her view on the racing industry because I've always been in two minds as to whether it's on what I feel about it and I think we can only gain opinions is hard because we don't work I don't work in that industry so I don't know and we build up so many opinions on what we hear and what the press and things like that so I thought it'd be really interesting to get her perspective because she's in it she knows what goes on and she was very open about it it was brilliant and also Ali tells us about um she's competing herself actually on Thursday she's taking part as a jockey for the first time she's been training um, and she's riding in the Magnolia Cup 
in, at Goodwood. That's on Thursday. You can watch the race on ITV at half past one in the afternoon. I think you can get it on demand too afterwards. Um, but she's been training really hard, trying to learn how to be a jockey. And she says how different it is. She ex- she very eloquently explains the difference between you know going out and a, having a gallop on a on a cross country course as opposed to trying to learn how to be a jockey. And um, not only are you sitting differently, but it's a whole different way of riding and uh, different types of balance. And she was talking about her um, her body and uh, the strength that she needed. It's, it's really fascinating. So do go and have a listen to that if you can. Uh, iTunes, Acast or on horsehour.co.uk. There's so much stuff on horsehour.co.uk. Honestly, you could be on there for hours. Along with our education hub and all our episodes of Horse Hour. There's lots. Now, I am going to have to go soon because, sadly, Horse Hour Live only goes on for an hour. Um, But before I go, you can win some tickets to the British Show Jumping Championships next week at Stonely, Stonely. Uh, where is Stone? I think it's near Warwickshire. Um, it's a really, really lovely, lovely show. Um, it's really friendly, and you can win two VIP tickets thanks to Harry Hall One Club. Um, the VIP tickets mean that you get all the hospitality, you get to go into the members area, you get to go to all the posh bits, and you get fed, and you get lots of drink there too. So. It's a really, really good day out. You've got one week to be able to win these tickets. The winner will be announced next week on Horse Hour on Twitter, on Monday evening at 8 o'clock. Um, so head over to our Twitter page now, at Horse Hour, and uh, all you've got to do, it's really easy, is retweet, retweet the post. Retweet the tweet. That's it, that easy. Oh, and you've got to follow them as well. But anyway, it says it all on Twitter, what you have to do enter the competition and then you could be going to uh, the British Show Jumping Championships next week.
much for listening to Horse Hour Live this evening. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. I look forward to speaking to you again next Monday, 8 or 9 p.m. Every Monday night, we do Horse Hour Live, where you can listen to music, you find out all the gossip of what's been going on in the industry, and uh, we chat about you, about what you've been up to. So um, I hope you have a really, really lovely week with your horse. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, and I'll speak to you soon. You've been listening to Horse Hour. Join the community on Twitter, Mondays, 8pm UK time, 3pm Eastern, by using the hashtag HorseHour. Follow Amy at AmyStevenson1 and subscribe to us on Acast, iTunes, Stitcher and Player FM. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.